Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where wind touching the skin, sunlight streaming through the trees, and wave patterns covering the water excite the hearts of people. We are aiming to become a podcast to create excitements among people. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Do you think excitements was a a typo or, (laughs) or a fair... I'm, I'm checking now to see. Was that a fair? It could be. Mo- no, it's a, it was oh, it's a, a fair a copy-paste. transliteration a, of the, the copy pasta. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is from uh, the brand, the Japanese brand Shimano, the bikes. Oh, Shimano I know you bikes. didn't see that coming. No, you didn't think bikes. I thought maybe surf company. Wasn't really sure. So But I really like that on the homepage. It just says there's a picture of like bike gears and then it says value creating company. I I I like to think we all love this. Are value creating company? I think that's is, usually the plan. And create and excitements. I like creating excitements. One. I like excitements. Yeah, among people. The more I I learn Korean, the more I realize I sound like that <laughs> when I try oh, totally. to speak Korean. <laughs> I know it's really it's like a dangerous line <laughs> yep. to be, but I sort of feel like at the same time there's a, a pass when it comes to Japanese because I think there's a little bit on purpose now. Uh huh. Yeah, like it's become a brand. I think it's a bit of a brand. I yeah. mean, Shimano is a global brand. Yeah, yeah. You could certainly have an English language website that's not. And this one say isn't like excitements, you know? embarrassing. It's just a couple of cute, like, oh, that's cute. It's not even exactly, exactly wrong. It's nope. just unusual. I think it's on purpose and I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love excitements it. Excitements for people. Uh, I also love nostalgia. You know, we love nostalgia on this show. Oh yeah. Right? I love a nostalgia. Well, uh, one of the things we've, we track a lot of course is, uh, what decades, you know, are rising, you know, are, are people into the seventies and the eighties and, and of course over the years, the, the rise of the nineties. Well, well, guess what? We have a new decade entering the chat. We do the Y2Ks. Oh, my biscuits. <laughs> God, we're getting older by the second. I was at the Amazon Style Store. Whole that's a whole conversation Which, on its own. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh and they uh you know, it's a it's a it's a gap level clothing store, right? Mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. hip stuff for all ages, you know, but but still trying to be stylish, be fashionable. And they had a big display up that said uh what did I have to actually pull this open so I could read it? Uh, a throwback collection of bright colors, retro floor, florals, and psychedelic prints not seen since the turn of the millennium. Oh, Y2K style. My goodness. Wow. That is wow. Wow. I mean, I guess it was sort of only a matter of time because of the way that time does of course. In fact pass. Yeah. And so they were always going to catch up to that. I'm simultaneously devastated by this 
and also kind of happy because I've had these moments where I've mentioned Y2K to the youngs and had them be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I guess I'm kind of happy that at least now they know what the hell Y2K is. <laughs> that was like a big deal for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think what's going to be interesting is I've always wondered, are we going to call it the 2000s or the aughts or, you know, all, all, all kinds of other things? It feels like the early leader is to call it Y2K, to call the decade Y2K. The whole decade? Yeah, uh, and and okay. so I we'll mean, go eighties, nineties, Y two K, teens and twenties, right? Yeah, I suppose we totally will the whole decade Y two K. Wow! Because if you think about the turn of the century, we called it the turn of the century. That that means right. nineteen hundred, right? And we and still when you do. talk about nineteen oh five, you're talking about well at the turn of the century. Yeah, I don't remember any of this style from. 1990. That was the other thing. That's that the got other me. thing. That's I was like, me, right? I don't remember the retro florals and psychedelic prints. Also, when you're being retro and you say retro florals, are you saying they're just florals from then that are retro, or they were retro then and are even more retro now? <laughs> yeah, I think this is maybe a little bit bolted on. Uh huh. Okay, I'm looking at Y2K aesthetic. I need to. I need to know because apparently I can't remember that. <laughs> at all i don't either it is what none of this is at all recognizable <laughs> it's like i remember hoodies and flannels but that's really more teens late late y2k to to the teens i think so and then isn't that also 90s well, the flannels certainly are also 90s, right? But, but they, they kind of subsided. The shirts yeah. did, got less puffy and less baggy. They did, right. Yeah, That's no, kind Y2K of all I remember, though, about Y2K. Tiny shirts. Well, this is, okay, this is fascinating, actually, because now that I'm just sort of digging into this web result here mm -hmm. on the Duck Duck, it's clear that, like, Y2K, I think they've just invented an aesthetic. Really? And are calling it the Y2K aesthetic. <laughs> And and all of us who who were alive were like I, I don't remember that like I don't really remember but then like also that. because maybe a lot a lot of them are like me are like but I don't remember any of it they're like great we could do whatever we want then I think so <laughs> they're like yeah you weren't really paying attention oh my god there's a y two k aesthetic dot com okay what I'm discovering in and thank you as always wonderful audience for indulging in the real time research that is our show is that holy crap are you right like. <laughs> <laughs> Like Y2K aesthetic and Y2K as nostalgia that launches, frankly, possibly a whole new style is a huge thing. There's even a Y2K aesthetic.com. Wow. It's just a clothing shop. Uh-huh. And it, there's a lot of boob. Evidently, Y2K involved a lot of boob. Yeah. That I don't remember either. Me neither. You think I'd I do remember. remember tiny backpacks. Tiny backpacks were remember. earlier. Yeah. And um, I remember the sort of Western short sleeve collared shirt with the fake undershirt was a yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. That I don't know if that, that's going to come back, but yeah. They seem to not be going for the grunge part at all. They seem to be going for the... Uh, the, the psychedelic. The kind of like the psychedelic and the like <laughs> the hoochie loungewear, for lack of a better way. I don't remember that being as <laughs> but, of a deal, but okay. I don't remember that either. You know? Wow. This I was is busy. Amazing. They will. This is what the kids will do. They will take your history and they will pervert it. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. for their own fashion needs. Because they're the victors and they get to write it. Yeah, they win. We were apparently just trying to, we were just working and trying to survive. We were like coming out of the recession. Who was dressing like this? It was a recession. Well, okay, but that, I I have heard the same thing about the 60s when I'm like, oh yeah, 60s with all the Paisleys and 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 bell bottoms and people are like, yeah, only rock bands dress like that. None of the yeah, rest totally. of us did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, like, that may be what we're experiencing. <laughs> this is the uh, festival wear yeah. of Y2K. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. That's possibly it. Um, well, my next thing is a shopping thing that's already over, or my first thing rather. I already shopped it yesterday. I was going to say, so you're safe, but no, you already shopped it yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. But now I'm very curious because I was like, what is this? So I was at Target and Target was overrun with this, with these like inexpensive, very cute consumer electronics Hmm. under the brand Heyday. Okay. And I was like, what is the deal with Heyday? It seems to be everywhere mainly in target but like what's the deal like they obviously did a deal and, and <laughs> yeah they permeated did. the store with it they permeated the store and it's all i mean it's just like very stylish like apple watch bands and charger cables and like cute like i don't know things to accessories to put on your phone and phone cases and headphones and they're oh, all wow. like okay they're all like four to fifteen dollars so this is like mini so um what what are some of those other Japanese brands? It's just like that. It's like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. But so then I was looking, I was like, what is the deal with Heyday? And I looked it up and it seems like it's this kind of uh, otherwise unique company that like specifically is an Amazon. It like buys and builds consumer brands to sell on Amazon. Okay, that's how that that was. That's their main deal, and the target thing is like a new expansion. It's like maybe. a new expansion into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I and then of course, like from a business perspective, I was like, this company is fascinating. They raised yeah, like yeah. you know, uh, they've raised half a billion dollars in funding. Mm, wow! For making you know, for like brand acceleration. Does that make them half a unicorn? Uh, they're valued at a billion dollars. So they're, oh, they're unicorn. already a okay, unicorn good. apparently because okay. yep. we give you that on paper. You don't mm-hmm. have to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I don't even have that much to say about it, except that it seems like this really clever, really innovative company that is a hundred percent in the style of, and then what's the other one that makes the bags? It starts with an M. Moji, Muju, Muji. <sighs> I would have been sitting here trying to think of that one. And I think I, it's Muji, right? Is it Muji? We've talked about it. It was one of your things yeah. before. Yeah, it was one of my things before. Anyway, it just yeah, it really, That's really right. seems to be in the style of exactly those brands and companies, which I find super interesting. And then also, oh my God, these things are like so cheap and awesome. It's like a waterproof speaker. I mean, I'm not that I'm encouraging there to be like more, you know, fast consumer electronics to go along with the fast fashion and target, but it's working. Like it stopped me cold and I had to come on home and research it. It was such a big thing. And evidently it's like really working. So I'm looking at their stuff. Uh, and in fact, I think it was uh, uh, App Porter put in a, a suitcase turntable uh, in here. Mm. These are all things, especially that suitcase turntable, that I have seen under multiple brands. Right. Which they are, in fact, a, like a, that's probably all them. So, well, or. It's there's Chinese factories who are like, yeah, we'll make this for whatever, for whoever. You just tell us what color you want. 
right? And so what Heyday's spin might be, this is just a theory, I don't know this, uh, is to be like, let's find all of those commodity cheap manufacturing items and come up with really cool looks for them right. that you don't see elsewhere. And then that's our brand. Interesting. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. It's almost like, well, it's like what Amazon is doing with basics. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because Heyday seems to have maybe come out of, you know, or was creating some of those brands for uh-huh. Amazon. Interesting. Like Heyday is like the white label. Yeah. And they just take the data and they're like, we'll make the coolest thing and make it like cheap and super accessible. And they have like cool hunters on staff who are like, oh, yeah, don't do blue, do night gray. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm seeing that maybe Heyday is a brand that Target owns. It's very confusing, actually, what the deal is with Heyday because you can't very effectively search for it on the internet because uh-huh. it's a very common word. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's like, uh, you know what it is? It's kind of like airdropping. Like we talked about airdropping the other day, mm-hmm. except that it's like t- focused. Yeah, right. It's like they're taking the ability to do that and making an entire business of branding on yep. top of it. Yeah. Airdropping is the platform. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> They've just, it's airdropping in the aggregate, aggregated airdrop. Right. What if instead of just airdropping, we like struck a deal with Target and we just airdropped to Target? (laughs) And I guess we would just be a brand. I don't know. So weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can see the the path, right? That you would take from that. I'm just kind of fascinated by it. Like I just really am. Yeah. So it looks like maybe, maybe Heyday, the Amazon one and Heyday, the Target one are not the same. I really am flummoxed. Because it is so hard to look this up. But Target launched it in 2018. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it's taken over and it's it's really actually quite adorable. I know it's aimed at millennials, but as the world's oldest, as the exennial in the room. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, well, I have one that's aimed at Gen Z and it builds on a previous thing that we talked about, Be Real. Uh, it's called paparazzi p-o-p not p-a-p like you would normally spell it okay paparazzi uh shot right to number one Uh, i believe 95 percent of its audience according to protocol is younger than 25 (laughs) whoa and you take pictures of your friends and then the those pictures go to their profile not yours those uh Oh, really? So you are in the game of building up your own following. You're in the game of populating your friend's profile with fun pics of them. Wow. That is absolutely genius. Because it solves the problem of like your friend always wants you to take their picture for Mm -hmm. the gram. Yep. Did you have a bunch of friends like that? I've tried to (laughs) edit them. (laughs) This is like this is like the app for the Instagram husband, which evidently is a type. Uh-huh. It's like the wow, this is amazing. But this is actually quite clever. And I like the idea that it goes along with this sort of the authenticity play. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Although I will tell you that I've completely lost interest in Be Real. I un- I uninstalled it. Oh. There is a certain dynamic about Be Real that doesn't work if you want the other dynamic. Uh, right. Because I'm not going to lie, Eileen, 
<laughs> complains. I, I think she's not going to be long behind you, but she complains every time there's a B reel. She's like, yeah. "Oh, I don't want to take the picture now. I don't. I don't like my the way it does my selfie." And I keep explaining to her like, "That's not what it's about. The whole name is just take a picture of whatever you're doing right then, right. and be real." And she's like, "Yes, but I don't like being real." She didn't say, no. put it exactly that way, but it's basically what she's saying is like, "Yeah, that's just boring. It's a bunch of people looking at their computer screens." It is all day every day. That's the yeah. thing though, because it's two things, and I'm a hundred percent with Eileen on this, and this is the problem with this idea of like what it because what it really is is forced authenticity which is not authenticity uh-huh. and then you have two problems one those selfies are so unflattering <laughs> like they really they legitimately are and i was like They're not i don't want to keep I'm not posting argue pictures of yeah. myself where i look yeah. like i don't know like a distorted mr potato head and two i don't like looking at those pictures and then three the content is boring like content is king on social networks and the content got a little boring on be real because everybody's computer screen i still like it because even though it's like oh that one's a computer screen you get those other moments you're like oh i never would have noticed this i never would have seen this i never would have known they were doing that yeah uh, and and i find that still fascinating we'll see how long i find it fascinating right totally. uh, i have noticed in the past <laughs> week that I went from like always noticing the be real notification and being, you know, proudly within the first two minutes quite often to like, oh, the be real notification came and I totally missed it because I'm not excited about it anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> so the first step. To me, yeah. it's it's not so much about like I still enjoy the feed, but I'm not as compelled by it. Like the newness is wearing off. And that that was what got me at first is that that newness usually wears off really quick. And it didn't with Be Real longer than I expected, but I'm not sure if they have a future if that's all they got. And I, I don't know they, they can add something. stay with their own concept and have a future, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're going to, there's going to have to be some version. Like yeah. you can, maybe you can have options or you can. Well, they've, know, they've already started. I've, I just noticed recently that my international friends who used to always be like, you're 18 hours late because you live in a different time zone. Uh, they have started to show up as like only an hour late or and I'm like, oh, they have a different time now. Right. They've and already see, started to do too. a different time, time around time zone, which they kind of have to do. They kind of have to because you'd get one at, you know, five in the morning. Yeah. Pacific. And be like mm. the uh, the other thing was uh, the other thing with paparazzi though I think is interesting is they aren't like tying you to a time or an authenticity play mm-hmm. they're just removing it's, it's, it's generosity exactly they're removing the motivation to promote yourself and I think okay. that is more fascinating because there's mm-hmm. still plenty of like yeah make the picture look good and have fun but you're doing it for others not for yourself which feels very Gen Z. Yeah. No, that's very cool. I really, I like that concept a lot. I could see that really taking off. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah. Um, well, I'm also on trend with the kids, on trend with the kids these days. And I've noticed that the, <laughs> it's, it's, in the ongoing chronicles of the language evolution, I, uh, w- I remember bemoaning, like not even bemoaning, but remember there was like a whole conversation about, oh, they would just use emojis instead of words uh-huh. and, oh, they yeah. always spell them wrong and the whatever. And then now they just can't even be bothered to spell out a uh, long and complicated greeting such as good morning. Uh-huh. And this one is just permeated. Like everyone now uses GM instead of good morning. And this came from crypto, right? I 
think so. I remember I hearing about be... this being a crypto thing, like around the time of the the game stonk uh, yeah. situation. I was it did start. Was, yeah, was was kind of mockingly talking about all the GMs and, and all that. So it must have it must have broadened out of there. I, I think it really did. And then uh, know your meme says that it did it was exist it existed and you could find it as early as 2017 but for some reason it did get popularized in these nft twitter circles got it okay so it started somewhere else wormed its way in there and then okay yeah 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 and it's obviously been around a long time like it was added to urban dictionary Uh uh, in 2003 oh wow and then it had this like kind of spike uh, in the crypto world and so maybe because of just twitter as a vector Mm-hmm. Since that's where so much of these Twitter or crypto conversations happen, it's gotten a lot, 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 lot more popular. Like there's a new entry about it on Know Your Meme from like five months ago. And I'm just noticing it as de rigueur in our group chat now. And then you can, if you look it up, it's actually pretty funny. If you do like a search for it, you'll find like all these posts on Quora that are like, my boyfriend only ever says GM and GN instead of good morning and good night. Does he hate me? <laughs> 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 now I want to read further and see if some of the comments are like, no, he's just into crypto. <laughs> right. Right. Or, or he's, you know, he, he's just ahead of the game. You'll all be saying it soon. I know. Like, I don't really know. I mean, it's hilarious. Like somebody like lesson who's lesson, Jessica lesson or lesson that, you know, that like tech tech writer guy. Yeah. Like, of course there was a like Sam lesson who tweets about hating everything. He's the guy who actually like brought Calendly to my attention Mm -hmm. because I had started using it and I was having questions about it. And then he tweeted how stupid it is. Like in 2000, in 2021, Sam Lesson was like, this GM thing in crypto is unbelievably stupid. Uh, That's the mark. And then someone else was like, right. That's how, you know, and then someone else is like, the GM trend is about personal prestige and clubbiness. I'm like, what? Well, all slang really? is about personal got- prestige and clubbiness at first, at some stage in the slanginess of it, right? Because it's, totally, it's a yeah. symbol of the in-group. Like, oh, if you know what this means, then you're part of my group. I guess what's so funny about it is like, it's good. It's also just good morning. So like the idea that you would take good morning and alter that greeting for your personal prestige and clubbiness is also just amazing. That's just amazing on so many levels. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> those kinds of things just sort of happen randomly. I mean, the, yeah. the, the granddaddy of them all is okay. Okay. Was an in joke at a, for a bunch of bros at Harvard in the 1800s. Really? And it simmered there for decades until it just somehow got cross pollinated and started moving out into the culture and by the 50s, it had sort of gained mainstream acceptance, but it wasn't really like it was sort of like, well, if you're properly talking, you don't say, OK. And I remember even in the 80s, teachers saying it's fine to say, OK, but don't write it. And it's it's too informal. Yeah, I do remember that. And actually. now wow. OK is an international word like it. Yeah. It shows up in every piece of media in every language you can think of like it has it has entirely conquered the planet god that's so i love this show (laughs) like that's so great that's the best context ever yeah oh amazing and yes apparently good morning is dead (laughs) (laughs) good morning is dead it was morning and now it's just gm now it's just gm just gm gm it doesn't mean he hates you well we have a vm 
Hey-o. From Manny. Manny! Yay! Friend. Um, I, does Manny have tenure as a, as a THD? For sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, at this like, point, duh, right? granted. Granted. Uh, Manny uh, has a voicemail about coffee lids. Hello, it's a thing. Hello, it's a thing. You got Manny here. And I'm presenting to you a coffee Gen Z thing. So apparently when you go out for coffee, there are two types of lids that you can get. There's like a big domed lid with a hole in it for a straw. And then a normal coffee lid that you just drink out of. And if you want to break a Gen Z's heart, you give them the domed lid with the straw. Because (sighs) the flat lids are where it's at, apparently, for the younger Gen. I don't know. Peace. (gasps) Wow. Flat lid prestige. Because straws, because because the the because the war on straws has won. Yeah. Oh, totally right. Yeah. Uh, this is this is literally about their like climate friendly signaling. Because the bubble the bubble lid I associate mostly with boba tea and milk tea and stuff where you need the big fat boba straw, but right. you can't use that without a straw. Right. Wow. If you want to, that's incredible. I, Cause I went to, I went to Starbucks the other day. I don't for the first time in a while and noticed that they gave me the little like strawless plastic lid, I guess what, and what I find, I don't want to buzz kill this. Cause look, I'm delighted, right? Every little bit helps. Good sure. job. Good job. Gen Z way to take those strawless lids and reject the dome and the straws, but the lids are still made up. I, I was thinking the exact same thing as you were saying that <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> There's still disposable plastic. And then immediately my mind goes to like, are the dome ones actually thinner? And even with the straw, are you actually using less plastic? <laughs> in that I know, case? Totally. I'm not sure if that's true, but anyway. And um, they say it's recyclable. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to buzz kill it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I do like that that look every bit again, every bit helps. I'm delighted about this. I'm delighted. Starbucks evidently announced these lids in 2018 huh. and it's kind of been rolling them out slowly. I thought they always had lids that you could drink without a straw though, right? Uh, I think this is part of their long, slow plan to literally get rid of straws and not uh, offer them I see. as an option. The, there's only the one way. All right. All right. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Lee Price on a possible thing surgeons. I'm noticing fanny packs worn off the shoulder everywhere in the last few months. Looks huh. like they're being popularized as sling bags. Stay tuned for the thigh tote and bicep briefcase, I guess. <laughs> Some people call it a fanny bag. I call it a sling bag. Lee Price can confirm I have two. <laughs> it's totally true. The fanny pack like has moved off the fan. And in fact, it's been a while in the fanny pack itself. It's not even that cool to wear it as a fanny pack. Now that's just apparently what the olds do. Like you take your fanny pack and you make it a sling bag. We just don't want to have Lasting. that conversation with the Brits anymore, right? We're like, yeah, look, that's let's what, just yeah. let's just put it somewhere else that we can all agree is called a shoulder. Well, we were also calling it a belt bag out of deference to it, how that's upsetting. what I mean. It, then it became this thing of like, well, should I call it the other thing? But then just some people haven't caught on and they don't know. Just put it on your shoulder. We all have shoulders. I don't want to. It hurts my neck. Okay. I like the I like the belt bag, but yeah, no. And now they bad. sell them. And they look exactly like a belt bag, but they don't have a clip because uh-huh. it's a sling bag, people. Uh-huh. Sling bag. I like yeah. bicep briefcase, too. That's pretty good. I do like that. That's outstanding. 
Uh, Joe from Weather Undecided Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, wrote in on last week's things. I've been using a battery-powered lawnmower for a while now. I got the Ego one, E-G-O, all caps, but then also got the string trimmer, snowblower, and chainsaw from them, too. They all use the same battery. It's so much nicer to deal with. No gas, never running out, realizing you need to go to the gas station in the middle of clearing snow or mowing the lawn. You just pull the battery from the charger, put it in the lawnmower, and you're good to go. Also, on meal delivery services, I've been using every plate for a couple of years. It is the cheaper brand of HelloFresh like half the price. A lot of the meals are the same. You just get fewer options. And instead of each meal getting a bag in the box, they come mixed together in a tray in the box. I love just being able to pull everything I need out for the meal and then being able to make it. Love the show. That's incredible. Wow. Every plate. I love that. I actually adore the idea that. that there would be like a premium version of like, Hey, if you want, if you've got the disposable income and you want the extra choice, we'll, we'll do that. Hello fresh. But we can give you the same meals for cheaper if you just make it easier for us. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Also, the battery thing, uh, I, I wish I had been here for that conversation because I have been living the battery life since the 90s. The first drill I ever got in like 93 had a nickel cadmium battery and everyone made fun of me like a battery and a power drill. And I was like, this Makita does everything. And I still use it today. With the same two batteries I bought back then, mind you. Dang. I know. The exact same ones? Yeah. That's pretty impressive, actually. But yeah, you know, you're on the cutting edge. You're on the cutting edge. But yeah, lawnmowers, again, delighted. Couldn't be more delighted. And also, I just, just as an update audience, apparently when I talked about HelloFresh being a thing, it's because I was over it. I've like now skipped every meal since then and I'm curious really? about other ones. Like it's like <laughs> that was the end. Be a side of extreme permeation, apparently, that I'm just like, yeah, but I'm over it now because it's everywhere. Sometimes that happens. Like as soon as you express thoughts about a thing, that resolves it. And then you're like, now I'm done. Now I'm done. It's like listening to that song you've had in your head. Yeah, right. Yep. Gets it yep. out of your head. And then longtime listener since BOL and often agreeer Gabby writes in on pajama pants. Can confirm the can confirm the schlumpy teenage dressing. My son is four months older than yours, Molly, and since the pandemic, he and his friends only wear sweats. And yes, I've noticed the pajama thing, but more on girls. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. can't. It's just how they look. I feel schlubby wearing jeans. Although my son is wearing like nice baggy '90s jeans right now, very Y2K aesthetic, and a button-down shirt. Hey, is Y2K aesthetic a thing? He says, yes. Yep. Just oh, got, I just got confirmed. the nod. Confirmed. Confirmed. Even. Thing confirmed. <laughs> I want to say confirmed now. I was, I, I was reading ahead to I Schlumpy. I know you're reading and- Schlumpy, but I'm like, I kind of love that. Confirmed. I do too. Confirmed. It's even more confirming than just confirmed. It's like it, it, confirmed is one thing, but confirmed yeah, is real. Yeah, there's no doubt. That shiz real. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of real, let's get to the shout outs. Uh, these go to the folks who support us at the very top level on our Patreon. Uh, and because they do, and they are so generous and they find so much value in the show, we give a little more value back by having our producer, Rich, construct the best shout outs in the business. The best. Nobody is doing shout outs at even remotely this level. This week's are based on a description of the guest. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Where where's my child? He left for this. Uh, based on a description of the Gazoo Boba U4T keyboard keyboard switch. <laughs> yes, your shout out based on an obscure keyboard switch, my friends. What I challenge you! I challenge you! 
to find another podcast that puts this much thought and preparation You're not gonna do better. You're not going to do better. By the way, he uh, mouthed the words to me. I love those. I love that switch. There so, you go. There you go. And they're incredibly, by the way, as befits our shout out patrons, incredibly expensive. Shall we then? Here we go. The U4T Benjamin Forrest switch is a medium tactile switch with a David Grizzly Smith bump with no pre-travel on Morris Jones, a solid Andrew Bradley, and a nice pop on Lee Price. The James C. Smith all the way through is smooth thanks to the Kevin Sill and Gabrielle Cohen composition and has a thocky Joe hood that has become very sought after. <laughs> Eric Duncan has also gone to the effort of designing a new Jake Woods to not only be Lara Abel and Miranda Janelle friendly, but also to reduce Louis St. Amour Ping. The use of high quality Korean stainless steel Mike Akins helps prevent it as well. U4 is short for euphoria. The T in U4T stands for extra thock. <laughs> oh, bravo, Rich. We should all. I love by that the way, he's wish. like, you know what? We just have to keep this last line in here, even though I'm not working any names into it because it's oh, just yeah, too yeah. good. No, we're keeping euphoria and extra thock. 100%. Also, uh, the uh, thocky Joe Hood is now. I mean, right? The only way I will think of Joe Hood. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. You're thocky now. That's and in a good way, in the best way. I love this thing where he's making the shout out thing related to the things that we did on It's a Thing. Thank right? you for listening so meta. to It's a Thing. You can become a member of It's a Thing and get access to our Discord where we record live and I move the time around on you a lot. An ad free <laughs> RSS feed and much more if you support us at patreon.com slash it's a thing at any level. Also, um, I miss you. So write me feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.